Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Stay at Full Motherhood. This week we're talking all about failure fatigue, the exhaustion you feel when you're constantly telling yourself all the ways you are not good enough, not measuring up, all the ways you need to do better and be better as a mum, as a partner, a friend, a sister, a daughter. We know the list goes on and on and we know that it is exhausting. When you're telling yourself that you're a failure, you're measuring yourself by a set of standards that you're likely not fully aware of. We all have these manuals for ourselves and for the other people in our lives, and we always, always know when we are not following them. But if I were to ask you now to list out all of the rules you have for yourself for how you should show up in this world, you probably wouldn't be able to do it, or at least you wouldn't be able to name more than just a few. But they are all there, deep in our subconscious, and we do judge ourselves every time we fail to measure up to them. And as I've spoken about on here before, it's our thoughts about ourselves or about anything else that cause our feelings, and our thoughts are not facts. It is not a fact that we're a bad mum, even when we believe we have so much evidence for this. In fact, if you were truly a bad mum, however we want to interpret that, I don't believe that that thought to question how good or bad you are would even enter your head. We truly do have all the power to create our own experience for ourselves by what we choose to believe. We can choose our thoughts just as we choose our clothes or anything else for that matter. And I don't mean this in the sense of we can control what pops into our heads, but I do mean that we have the power to watch our thoughts, notice them, and to choose which ones we give our attention and intention to. We get to decide whether we want to act on the feeling that that thought creates for us in our bodies. So if your thoughts about motherhood are, I'm failing at this, and what you feel is fatigued, that feeling will then drive you to basically give up, to avoid interacting with your kids beyond what's necessary, because who wants to be shown even more examples of where they're not measuring up? And you know your brain will find these examples because your brain is always looking for evidence of what you believe. And so you don't give yourself any opportunity to experience or see all the ways you're doing a bloody good job, all the ways you're naturally gifted at this, and all the ways you've worked really hard to be good at this. And you stay in this state of not being connected either to yourself as a mum or to them, to your kids. And when this is what you're telling yourself over and over, interpreting every situation and every interaction to mean that you're a failure, 
You see this reflected in your energy levels, in your posture. So just sense right now the difference in how you feel when you sit with hunched shoulders and your neck bent forwards and down and how differently you feel when you stand in the superhero pose with your fists on your hips and your shoulders back and your head held high. And you also see it reflected in your focus mainly on the past and everything that's happened rather than on the now and being excited for everything you're creating for yourself next. But as Dr. Libby Weaver says in her book, Exhausted to Energized, no one can stay in one state forever. So we naturally move around a sort of figure eight loop. If you can just imagine a figure eight on its side in your mind, we move from this one end of this low energy, unmotivated state, and then up and around and through the narrow middle, which represents our neutral, content and functional behavior. And over to the other side, where we then often explode with lots of yelling, uh, we lose it in order to move into that high energy state again. And it feels so good for just a moment or two to be in that energy and then we feel terrible again for shouting and like a failure all over again. And then we move back through to that low energy state. So just describing this feels exhausting to me. And of course, the place where we want to be spending most of our time is in that more neutral middle where we are truly being ourselves free and light and able to be in play and fun. This is why life coaching is so invaluable because it enables us to see the meaning we are making out of situations or circumstances in our lives and to see that we are creating our own experience with this and our own perpetual fatigue in motherhood. When we believe that these meanings we make are facts about us that just exist in the world. Again, our thoughts are not facts. An awareness of our thoughts gives us the opportunity to decide whether a thought is serving us in bringing us closer to what we want or is it holding us back. So in practical terms, this means that in a moment where, say, someone says something to us or does something that we then interpret to mean, like, they just don't listen to me or they just don't care about me, we can learn to first pause. So my favorite way to do this is to rub my thumb and fingertip together for even just 10 seconds to bring me out of my head, out of the thoughts and into my body. And then in that pause, I have the chance to see exactly what meaning I'm making here. And we do quickly see just how little we think about ourselves and how little we value ourselves because we do immediately go to this way of thinking of they don't value me over and over again. We don't want this. We want to believe that we matter too. We want to believe and value ourselves in a way that gives us sparks of energy and life and joy and wonder. But instead, we spend our time exhausting ourselves with perpetually questioning our worth. And that's why I teach my clients to first show themselves that they matter too, that they value themselves by investing their time and energy and yes, money too in something they love, whether that's reading a book or writing a book and also to honour their word and keep that commitment to themselves in some form every single day. 
it doesn't always have to be the same or for the same length of time at all. This for me is sometimes dancing to one song, but this counts, of course. You are showing yourself that you are important and every mum needs this. Because then you build not only that trust in yourself, but that safety to really be yourself, to express yourself in some form that's just uniquely you. And the effects of this are that once you love and value that true version of you, then you want to share her with your partner and kids and friends and everyone else you meet too. And you start to truly believe that there is no downside ever of putting more of you out there in the world. And from here, you go on to create whatever it is you want for yourself alongside your motherhood without ever again letting the self-judgment stop you. It may well slow you down a bit, definitely will, but you then take a moment to be with it, to really understand that it's there to try to protect you and keep you safely the same as you've always been, and you can reassure it that you have got your own back here now. And then you'll choose to continue on, of course still failing as you go, but now without the fatigue because you're energised by the belief that failing is learning, learning is fun, And all you ever need to do is apply what you learn and then try, try again until you find yourself exactly where you want to be. Okay, that's it for this week. Please come and join me over on Instagram to follow along there. And of course, to sign up for a free consult call over at the link in my bio. I'm there at joyful.mama. That's joyful with two L's dot M-A-M-A. And this 60-minute Zoom call really is the best way to kick off investing in yourself because it's fun, it's free, and it's your brain and mine looking at the thoughts that are standing in the way of you creating what you want for yourself alongside your motherhood. Okay, I'll see you soon on a call and I'll also be back here next week for episode 20. Till then, bye-bye.